1: Hey, beautiful people of God, it is me, Pastor Carmelite. I pray that you all are having um, an amazing, amazing Wednesday. Um, I pray that you are blessed and encouraged. I'm just inviting a few people as I always do. I have, I'm not going to be before you long, but I just have a word that has been plain. over and over in my spirit for some days now. Um, it's it's. what, hey, Sister Dorita, God bless you. Um, and so God, the other day, God began to speak to me about this, about um reviving dreams and, and many people who have things going on in their life, but God has given them a vision. God has given them a ministry. God has given them some promises. Hey, Pastor Angela, God bless you. Um, and he's given them some promises, but, um, it's like we try and we try and we try and because we just keep trying and I try this way and it's not working and I try that way and it's not working and so we sometimes we just give up. We 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 don't give up so that everybody could see but we just stop trying. We just we we don't have the same um zeal about what God has given us. We don't we I just don't feel like doing it. I you know I, I'm t- Hide because you know you. If you continuously um, fail, it looks like failure. Then yes, you you will get discouraged. You will get you know dismayed. But I'm here to tell you. Last night. I'm just playing around it's I didn't go to bed till 6 a.m. this morning and it wasn't because I was so deep in God sometimes I was looking at tv sometimes I was playing on my uh, iPad creating that movie sometimes I was praying sometimes I I fell asleep and I woke up in a couple of seconds but when I was playing around with that with that movie and 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 I saw failure is not an option it just jumped out at me and it's like something and grabbed me. And it was like, I just kept hearing it over and over and over and over again to tell my people that failure is not an option. When you are kingdom, when you belong to God, when Christ is in you and you are in him, failure is never, ever an option. Luke one thirty seven says that Um, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. So, those things that look impossible in your life, those things that they look like they are not working, I am here to tell you, people of God, that God has a plan. It doesn't matter what it looks like, God always has a plan, and God's plan always prevails over the enemy's foolishness. Always. But what we have to understand is that when God gives us a vision, when he gives us a ministry, when he gives us a promise, there are certain components to this thing. It doesn't, some things happen instantaneously, some things it takes a long time, some things that for other people we're looking at, you know, them and we get into that a lot where we begin to compare what God has given us to what is happening in somebody else's life. And that's, where we always get into trouble because your ministry doesn't look like my ministry. Your marriage, you know, doesn't look like my marriage. Your finances doesn't look like my finances. You know, if God say he's going to prosper you and God is telling somebody else on the other side of town that he's going to it may not look the same and so we get into this thing where you know it's failing for us but now we're comparing ourselves and our ministry you know my ministry is not growing the way you know and what's wrong with me God and so we start having a pity party and you know maybe I didn't hear God and we start second guessing what we heard already ready. And so now we've given place to the enemy. And once he starts talking, he's going to continue to talk because that's just how he is. When we give him place, then guess what? He's going to come in and he's going to tear, try to tear down every word that God has spoken about you. But God began to show me. He said there are people who have dreams and visions and they're lying dormant. You think they're dead, but God wants to revive them. But people of God, when God gives us something, we have to be responsible. We can't just. I. I. When when God told me new begin women's ministry. It was not for me to just wake up one morning and bam, I have a platform and bam, I, you know, these books that I'm writing. I didn't just wake up. Those things took time and prayer and they took tears and they took sewing and they took serving and they took all of these things because God is not a genie and he's not magic and we are responsible for the things that he has called us to do. And many of us, if we tell the truth about it, because I've been there, many of us are just plain lazy. Sometimes many of us, we don't take things serious. You know, we take everything else serious, but when it comes to ministry and the things of the kingdom, sometimes we put those things on the back burner. Sometimes we're not as, you know, as, um, zealous as we should be about those things, you know, maybe in the beginning, but you know, Hey, by now I thought that's what I said to people all the time. I know by now you thought, but because it hasn't happened, then we get to the place where it just begins to lie dormant. But then there's something on the inside of us. That's letting us know that where you are is not where I've called you to be. I have something greater for you. I have more for you. I'm going to do what I promised to do in your life, but you got to get up and you have to participate in the things that God is telling you. And so there were three things that God told me. He said, we have to be consistent. We have to be persistent and we have to be resistant. And when God begins to break that thing down for me, people of God, I promise you, it began to bless me because I'm telling you, I have been there when I've tried everything. I'm just this person that I'm going to try and try because I feel like that one day, one day I'm going to hit the target. Because guess what, the enemy can't can't hit a a, um, a moving you know target. So I'm just constantly doing something, doing something every day, every day. When God drops something in my spirit, I'm gonna try. Because guess what. Failure is not an option for me, but when God began to show me about being consistent, constant, some of us, we're just not constant. We, you know, we want it and then when it didn't happen, okay, well, then you know what? I quit. That's not being constant. You know, when God is giving you something, you must stay before God, keeping your ear to the father's lips so that you can hear what he is saying for you to do because. I'm telling you, just because it looks like it's falling apart, many times it's falling into place. When I think of the story of Esther and Haman and Mordecai, I'm telling you, Haman thought, he just knew that his plan, he didn't know it was falling apart. He was going forward. He just knew he had built the gallow. He knew that, guess what? I'm about to have their head on the chopping block, but guess what? God. God was behind the scenes and he was working and he wound up dying on the very thing. So guess what? Just because it looked like it was falling into place and falling out of place for the Jews, it really wasn't. It was the complete opposite. Why? Because failure is not an option in the kingdom. Failure is not an option for a child of God. Failure is not an option when God is my God, when he's made some promises to me. And so... When we decide that we are going to do something for God, we are going to answer the call of God. We have to be consistent people of God. We cannot do things this way one day and be with the enemy the next day. And with God this day, there is that's that's not the way it is. We are all we are consistent. I'm consistently praying. I'm consistently living right. I'm consistently sowing. I'm consistently. Consistently um staying before God and reading his word so that I know When God speaks, sometimes God is speaking and we're like, you know, I just don't hear, you know, God saying anything for me because you're all out of place. You got this in your ear and you got that in your ear and you're listening to this and you're doing this and you're doing that. And God is speaking, but you're just not listening. So we have to, we have to be consistent knowing that our labor is not in vain. Knowing that God, as I am consistent with you, you are always consistent with me. God is never, ever, ever going to fail us. Never. I'm telling you, I don't care how dark it is in your life. I don't care how many giants are coming against you. I don't care how many people don't support you. I don't care how much they're talking about you. I don't care how many lies they're telling on you. God is not going to fail you ever, ever, ever. There's not many. There's there's not many things we can say never about but we can say that God will never fail us and then people of God when it comes to persistence. We have to have a determination that I am going to do what God has called me to do no matter the cost, no matter the cost. Because I'm telling you, when you set your mind and, you, and the enemy sees that you are serious about this thing, see the people who are not serious they just going about life all willy nilly because the enemy knows they're not serious. They're not going to make any. I'm not even concerned about them. But those of you who have a determination that come with me, God, I'm going to do what you have called me to do because I want to get what you have promised me. Those of you, I'm telling you, that is when your name that was not even mentioned in darkness, now your name goes to the top of the list. And that is why you have so much warfare, so much hell, so many things going wrong because the enemy is relentless But we have to be more relentless than he is. We have to decide that God, because you said, not what man said, not what I want, God, because you said... This is what you are calling me to do. Then God, I'm determined. You know how when we have that determination, it's like, you know, I am determined that I'm going to do this. I'm determined. When we have a test, we have a big test coming up before us. And we're determined to pass that test. What do we do? We get our books out. We stay up all night studying. We get a study partner. We buy Cliff Notes. We do this. We do that. And that is the way we have to be in the kingdom about the visions and the dreams and the missions and the ministries and the marriages and the promises that God has spoken to us. We have to be determined. I love, 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 love the story of the widow with the unjust judge. She was determined to get a yes from that judge. She was determined and she said, I don't care. I'm going to keep on going back over and over and over again because I'm determined that he has what I need and I'm not going to quit in the middle of it. I'm going to get what I need from him. And the judge, they say he didn't fear God and he didn't even respect people. But he said, because she weary me. I'm going to give her some of us. We have to get to the place that there are people in places that belong to us, but we're just not determined. We give up because it seems so hard. And, you know, I'm tired of fighting and I tried this and I tried that. Try again. Every day is an opportunity to try again. Every day is an opportunity. Yesterday. I went to um, to Mardell's and there was this lady and I knew that it was God ordained. I just love it. I love it because I was actually not supposed to go until today. And then one of my girlfriends said, you know, hey, let's go ride over there. So we went to Mardell's and I'm in there and and I'm sitting down because I like to sit and get some of their books to see, you know, what what I'm going to invest in. And this lady sits next to me, and you know me, I talk to everybody, I talk to everybody. And so we started talking, and she's telling me, you know, she's an older lady, and she was like, maybe my time, you know, has passed for ministry, maybe, you know, it's not. And I begin to minister to her and tell her, honey, as long as you're breathing, it's your time. It is your time, every time you wake up above ground then it's your time. So I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care what, what didn't work yesterday. Today is a new day. And every day I love, love, love that God gave me the ministry of new beginnings because there are people who come and they feel like they're at the end of their rope and God will use me to help them get to their new beginning. You can begin again. It doesn't matter how many times you've tried. It doesn't matter who doesn't want to go along with you. Who says this? It doesn't matter what your bank account says. It doesn't matter what the doctor said. It doesn't matter what the enemy said. You have to be determined. When we are talking about the widow with the unjust judge, you don't see her asking anybody's opinion nobody's she's going to the person that she knows can change her situation many of us we're going to everybody but God what do you think about this what do you think about it what do you think about and everybody according to what day it is unless they're really 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 hearing from God if you go to 10 people you might get 10 different answers but when you go to the source, the one who called you, the one who chose you before the foundation of the world, the one who ordained and, and who's sustaining you, he has the answer that you need. But how determined are you? How determined? How determined are you? Are you willing to turn off the TV, shut down the noise in the background? open up the word of God, spend some time with God so that you can do the thing. You can't do it without that. Apart from God, you know, if if you're these leaders who, you know, getting up there, you know, saying stuff and they've only spent five minutes with God, mm -mm. nope, you have to be determined. When we decide that we're determined, that's when we will begin to see the things persistent, persistent that I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm not going to let anyone stop me. I'm not going to let their opinions of me stop me. I'm not going to let my age stop me. I'm not going to let my gender or my color or my financial status. I'm not going to let the fact that my husband say he don't want me anymore. I'm not going to let the fact that my wife did this, that, or the other, the children, the teacher, the boss. I'm not going to let those things stop me because I'm determined. I'm persistent. I got my eyes on the prize. I know what the father has shown me. I've seen it in dreams. I've heard it in prophecies. So I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to be persistent. And lastly, people of God, we must be resistant. First Peter five and eight says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. We have to resist the enemy. When we are on the path to doing with God. We have to get rid of the naysayers, those who are not standing and walking with us, those who are speaking words contrary to what God has said about us. We have to get those people out of our lives. This morning, I was thinking about Some people and I was thinking about my own life and how when I separated myself from certain people, places and things, how I begin to see God more clearly, how I begin to hear him, how my dreams went up another notch, how I can just hear. I mean, it, it everything just changed. It was like a flower that was blossoming. Because many times we are in a relationship with the enemy. You can't resist what you're in a relationship with, what you're accepting. Because the enemy, I'm telling you, you will be shocked and surprised at the people that he will use. Because number one. Doesn't want to see you do what God has called you to do. And he certainly doesn't want to see you be all that God has called you to be. But we can't resist him if we're playing with him. We can't resist him if we, you know, I'm I'm with him on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm going to just do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. No, you have to be in 100%. You have to be willing to know how to resist the devil. You have to be willing to spend that time with God. Because there's always going to be somebody that the enemy will use to try to tear you down, to lie on you. I just told you all last, just the other day, what was going on. I didn't do a very good job of resisting that because I responded to it. I shouldn't have. See, we have when we're resisting something, I don't even care what you say about me. It's not going to stop me. Who are you in my life? Nobody. You don't hold the answer to my life. Only God does. It is God that knows the plans for me. And so sometimes, instead of resisting the enemy... you know, where we start listening because already I'm feeling like this isn't working. And so now the enemy sends that one person and they're not going to just tell you out and out, hey, that's not going to work. They're like, they're very nice and smiling and so pretty and some of them are so handsome. And they're like, well, maybe that's not for you. Maybe God is saying something else. And so you Instead of resisting that, instead of rebuking that, instead of separating from that, we begin to play with those thoughts. And now, where I should be, I'm not. Because I've allowed the enemy a place in my life. I'm telling you, he's relentless. Warfare is real. The enemy of your soul, he truly wants to kill, steal, and destroy everything about you. He truly wants to make a mockery of what you've said because you have stood and declared what God is going to do. You've come on and people don't even know the real hell you've gone through or going through and you are declaring what God is going to do and he wants to take those words and make them into a lie. And so when we resist him and I'm not paying any attention to you because God is our vindicator. I don't have time to sit down and answer you. I don't have time to write you a text message. I don't have time to block them, block them from your social media. People always say, oh, don't block them. Sometimes it's best to block people. As opposed to seeing them every day, because if you have not been healed from the wounds that they've inflicted, then all you're doing is just keeping that wound, you know, seeping. So sometimes resisting means blocking. I could tell you how to block because I have so many people blocked. I'm surprised Facebook has not contacted me because everybody It's not for you. Everybody don't want to see you. There's some people in your intimate circle that hate your guts. But we don't pray and we don't ask God to heighten our discernment so you can show me. You know what? Just because somebody's standing in the pulpit don't mean they're right. Just because somebody's sitting by the computer don't mean they're right. That is why God wants us to pray. Show me, show me those who labor among me. Show me their hearts, God. Pastor Angela's on here right now, and she told me, taught me a very important lesson. Lord, show me their hearts. And when God begins to show you their heart, believe it. Because guess what? If you're consistently hanging with the wrong people, then you can't be persistent and resistant. You can't. You can't. You have to get around people that no matter how much they are succeeding, they want to see you succeed as well. Just because people are succeeding, some people, because their hearts are so wicked, they still don't want to see you succeed. Because I, I told you, sometimes we get it, they, they look at us now as competition, as opposed to someone. Wow, she's anointed, I'm anointed. Whew, we can join arms and bam. So, people of God, you can't resist a devil that you want to hug and kiss and hold and be under and call them your covering. No, 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 no. Telling you, pray and ask God to show you. Because sometimes God wants to get us to a place by ourselves so that he can really and truly. Hey, sister angel, God bless you. So he can really and truly pour into us. But some of us are running and running behind the next big name, the next exciting move. And God is saying, come here, come closer. I want to tell you some things. I want to show you some things. But you're so busy running behind somebody because we always think somebody Is better than us. And God is saying, I want to tell you some things about you. Because sometimes when people speak to us about, you know, you're this, you're that, we don't even believe it because we just don't. So people of God, I'm telling you, failure is not an option with God, whatever it is. That God has called you to do. Know that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. All things. Today I told the people that nagging, loud, persistent voice that's telling you you can't that's not God, that is the enemy. Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Your dreams can be revived today. Your visions can be revived today. That that's consistent, persistent, and resistance, that CPR. Resuscitation. And God wants to breathe. Those things, you know, you're in a place where you shouldn't be, you know, you're, you know, you feel stuck, you know, it feels like you're walking through molasses. It's like, you know, no matter what I try, it's just not working. Get in God's presence. Get intimate with God. Open the word. And spend time, turn off the TV, turn off the radio, turn off the phone. Turn off the thoughts. Stop trying to figure it out because God has already, everything about this ministry is already done. But if I'm trying to figure it out and do it my way and put my own spin on it and all of those things, God has already chosen the people, the place, the finances, everything. It is my job to stay before God, stay in his presence, seek after him, seek I'm talking about seek after him, not just on Sundays and Wednesdays. Stop allowing the pastor's voice or the bishop or the apostle or whoever to be the only voice in your head. Stop that. There is something in you that God wants to pull out of you. Something, that's why whenever we're not where we should be, that's why we're frustrated, we're aggravated, I can't sleep. Now, that's not why I couldn't sleep last night. I just stayed up till six o'clock in the morning because I can. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Whenever I'm doing what man is wanting me to do and not what God, there's always going to be chaos and confusion. Because sometimes, you know, man, they, they, they're not telling you really what God is saying. Sometimes they can't even hear God for themselves, and you expecting them to hear him for you. Some of the people that we're under, they live in double lives. They're like double agents. But we just, you know, we, we look at the outer appearance. We look at the people. We look at the buildings. We look at this. We look at that. And God is looking at the heart. David didn't look like king. He looked like a lowly shepherd boy that everybody did. He looked like. But God looked at his heart because God had already called him king. What is God calling you that you're not right now? That you're so busy building someone else's vision that you don't even think that God can use you? Because man has said, it's not your time. You're not anointed enough. Oh, you're a woman, you're black. You're white. You're old. You're too young. You didn't go to school. Oh, wow. You grew up on that side of the track. That was your mama. That was your daddy. All of those things don't matter because old things have passed away and behold all things. Who's my daddy now? So if you are somewhere and they are not Calling you to purpose, you ought to be running like forest. Run, forest, run. It is not just about one person. There is something for you to do. I'm not saying that everybody is going to preach. I'm mean, that's not what I'm saying. It's up to you to know what God has called. It's, that's for you to know what God has called you to do. But I'm telling you, I've run into so many pastors. I thank God for the ones who saw in me something and wanted to see it come out of me. But I've run into some who will try to kill what's on the inside of you. And I'm telling you people, how long, how long are you going to tarry there? How long are you going to put God on hold while you build somebody else's dreams and visions? How long? See, that's that's a form of failure because you're putting God, your dreams are failing, not because God wants them to fail, but because you're over there Building somebody else's dream. It's okay to serve. It's okay to support. But never, ever, 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 ever. When it causes your dreams to die. Amen. That's the stuff we don't like to talk about. I'm not saying anything negative. I love the people in the kingdom. But some of them ain't right. We just got to tell the truth about it. Some of them are not right. We pray for them, but that doesn't mean that I have to be under your leadership because I'm praying for you and you're praying, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, on me. Those are the conversations that are hard. Those are the moves that are hard. But if you want to see success in every area of your life, do it God's way. Become consistent. Become persistent and become resistant. And I'm telling you, God will blow your mind. it, It becomes like a sweatless victory when you just really, dig both feet in and say, okay, God, you know, I'm waving the white flag of surrender. I'm going to do it your way. I'm going to do what you say. I'm not playing with the devil no more. I'm not living a double life. I'm not living any kind of way and calling it grace. It's it's time out for all of that. I'm not going to allow what they said about me to affect me. I'm not going to answer them. I'm not with the mess, the foolishness, the gossip. I'm not with those things anymore. And watch the willing, the obedient. Watch the fat of the land that you will begin to eat. So people of God, that's the word that God gave me. Failure is not an option. Consistency, persistent and resistant. I'm telling you it works. The word works. The word always works. Always, always, always. So I love you all so much. Um, I thank God for you. I thank God for your support. I thank God for the love. I thank God. Hey, Sister April, God bless you. Um, Thank you for joining us. Oh my God, I thank God for all of you for just, you know, encouraging me on daily. I, I just get so much encouragement and so much support And I am just grateful to God for that because I don't... Thank you, sister. I love you too, sister Dorita. Um, I just... I don't take it for granted. I do not. Thank you, Sister April. I love you, too. Um, I don't take it for granted because there are many, many, many amazing men and women of God. And so I thank God for all of you. Um, oh, thank you, Sister. Um, I'm glad you got your book and was reading. I have some orders behind me that I need to send to people. Um But I thank God for all of you and I just, you know, it is my job, it is my passion, it is my um, determination in life to see the women and the men of God walk in the plans and the purpose of God. It's not about me, it's not about anything but that many times, you know, when I first, you know, gave my life to Christ. I I was I felt like a failure. Yeah, I felt like you know I had so much you know rejection and all of these things that came along with me, and you know but God used so many people to pull me up to pour into me and those who were pouring were greater than those who were trying to kill what was in me and so I don't take this for granted people of God I really really don't and I I'm so grateful to all of you but I'm so I'm more grateful when I get these messages where people are saying you know I listen to this and this is what I'm doing now I did this and this did that's what that's what I come on here for that's what I get up and have to fix my hair and, you know, do all of these things. I could, I could spend so much time just writing and writing and writing and writing and, you know, doing things on the computer and doing things for ministry. But I come on here because I want to see you succeed in the kingdom. I am one of those sisters who want to see you do to do. I'm willing to do whatever I can to help to see you because I know that the, the more of us that are doing what God has called us to do, the more we are tearing down the kingdom of darkness. We can't do it if we're fighting against each other. We can't do it if we're in competition. We can't do it if we're comparing. We can't do it if we are getting on social media and we're trying to critique. Who are you to critique somebody? So what? She messed the verse up. So what? He doesn't speak the way you want him to speak. Who are you? You're not the Holy Spirit and you're not God. So we get, some of us, we get on social media just to make fun of people, just to, you know, criticize and all of that. Hey, that's not kingdom. It's not kingdom. Because just because you think you have it going on, you could be one of the people God inspired and you still working. Yeah. So we really, Have to move beyond that inventory mentality Of tearing each other down Because one body Many members If my head is fighting against my feet Then it's dysfunction It's out of order It's out of order When you're talking against your brothers and sisters in the kingdom It's out of order It really is. And you people who are listening to these people and agreeing with what they're saying, you're out of order, too, in case nobody told you. Because I'm not afraid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry. I am who God made me to be. And it is only God that I fear. I don't fear man. you can't do anything to me. You can talk about me till the cows come home until one jumps over the moon and it's not going to change who I am. But you people who are sitting there listening to these people tear down other ministries and have you talking about them and saying this. and I'm telling you, you are out of order as well. You are just as out of order as the person who's talking To be that person Because what it is It's insecurity in us That I have to compare myself To this one And so because They're doing what I really want to do I'm going to start saying Negative stuff about them Yeah I'm telling you Men and women are doing it Men and women Tearing down our brothers and sisters. That's for the world. That's not for the kingdom. We expect that from the world, not from the kingdom. A house divided. The house, the church, us, divided, we can't stand. So people of God, I'm telling you, embrace your brothers and sisters. If you are somewhere and you can help them help them but if you can't help them keep your mouth off of them if you can't support them keep your mouth off of them if you don't like them cuz everybody's not going to like everybody i know that some people don't like me i don't know why i'm lovable but hey okay but there are some people but if you don't like me it's okay you don't agree with what I say? It's okay. You don't like new beginnings? It's okay. Go somewhere else. But when you talk about me, you run the risk of getting in trouble with God. And that's when the trouble comes in. Because guess what? I don't belong to you. I don't even belong to Melanie and David. Both of them are gone. to I belong to God. You belong to God So if I have a problem with you I'm going to go to God Not to Susie and Mary and Becky and, and Bob and all of these people Kill that insecurity in your life So that you can be Who God called you to be Yeah That's right so She said just because someone Doesn't acknowledge me It doesn't mean I don't exist Amen It don't matter who doesn't say. You can't stop anything. Can you see?
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.